Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Fantasy sports fans, I know that's a lot of you. Listen up. Did you know that your chance of winning on Draft, the Draft app, 80% better than on the salary cap sites? That's why Draft is an awesome site. No more getting crushed by the pros. It's not just me. More than 1 million people have already downloaded Draft too. You can play right now. Right now, in a real live NBA or NFL draft, be done under five minutes and get paid out the next day. Drafts are filling every second. So you can join one whenever you want. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. You just have to use the promo code Even Money. That's right, playing a real money, real money draft for free just by using my promo code Even Money. It gets even better. Draft is so sure you'll love it that they're even offering even money listeners a money back guarantee up to $100. Money back guarantee. Say it with me. Just search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play free right now with promo code even money. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is week 11 in the NFL, kicking off tomorrow night. We are presented by betonline.ag, the online gaming website of choice. For Steve Fezzik, for the Even Money Podcast, with the best odds and fast payouts, I mentioned Steve Fezzik. He's kind of the star of the show. You can check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. He's the only two-time winner of the Super Contest, which is the Super Bowl of professional football gambling in Las Vegas. Back-to-back, which is absolutely amazing. I'm a former NFL offensive lineman that... Loves, loves, loves giving you guys my thoughts, my input each and every week. We put the bets on the line and let you know where we would put our money, where Steve does put his money each and every week here on the Even Money Podcast. We always start by first looking back. Steve, I I wish I had better news to report, but uh, we were both down again which is a shame. You were down six units. I was down three units. And so for the year, you are still up 20 units. 
I'm still up 16 units, but we were so far ahead. This is starting to get painful for me, Steve. When I'm watching these games and I'm looking at the spreadsheet that I download on my phone, I'm looking at all the, the, the bets we place, it, it's really it's, it's starting to get painful. I'm not liking it. It's even more painful when you're actually betting significant amount of money on your opinions. And, you know, sometimes my plays that I give out to my clients certainly don't exactly match what I give out on the podcast because it's earlier in the week. But that was not the case last week. I was one and four on Sunday with what I gave out to my clients. So it was just an ugly week all around. In terms of the best bets, we had one win, two losses. So, so far in the year out of the best bets, we have 26 uh, wins, two ties, and 11 misses. That's still pretty darn good on the best bets. Let's take a look at it, Steve, see if we can learn something moving forward. Um, Arizona-Seattle, I put a unit on Arizona getting six points. That came through for me, which was nice. You did not do – you passed that game. You leaned Arizona – but you had Auburn and BC plus three. Just kind of throw that out there for us. Um, did you need to win both those? Yeah, you got, by the way, the, that Arizona game, six and a half, popped up at post. It actually landed on six for us, 22 16, but um, six and a half were available on the day of the game with, with the dog. Um, similarly, BC, I gave out plus three. That's a push, but three and a half did pop up on game day. Could have won that. Auburn, of course, stomped all over Georgia, so that was a very fine selection. Your Auburn and BC bets, so they were independent. They weren't like a, a parlay or something? They were independent, but it turned out it would not have mattered because they went 1-0-1, so you would have won one unit regardless. Got it. Okay. Um, how about the Saints and the Bills? That was one of our best bets, the under under 46 and a half, final score, 47 to 10. I think you and I both thought Buffalo's defense would be better. I think we both thought they would bounce back after the extended rest after the Thursday night game. They were awful, absolutely awful. And we were still in a position to win our under because the Bills' offense was equally awful. All the Saints did was hand the ball off. And as it turned out, it's 40-3. to three. There's three and a half minutes left, and the Saints are just running out the clock. One more first down, the game's over. Well, they get the first down and 35 yards more with a backup third-string running back, and we're toast. Isn't that unbelievable? I mean, that is a bad beat. And then the Bills went all the way down, and they scored a touchdown. And evidently, that's why Tyrod Taylor just got benched for Nate Peterman. Unbelievable. Well, the reason that the Bills have a winning record is most certainly not their offense. Of course, if I was Tyrod Taylor, I'd say, boy, I could have used you know, Sammy Watkins and some of my other weapons that you guys just gave away. So I don't know if it's going to make much of a difference. Um, you know, it's, what amazes me, Ross, is the small sample size. Buffalo hasn't made the playoffs since 1999. No free agent wants to live in Buffalo, although they're great people in Buffalo. And yet... Every time the Bills start the season a 3-2 and two or a 4-2, and two, here comes the media. This is the year. It's never the year. It's not next year. It's, no one wants to play in Buffalo. I'm sorry, Ross. I know you got ties to Buffalo. It's just really going to be difficult for this team to ever win. Taking a look at Packers and the Bears, 
the uh, Bears were laying five and a half. I put two units on the Packers, uh, which came through for me, and then um, one unit on the over 38. Final score, 23 to 16. And so um, he has me down for winning one unit there, but I won, I won three units, right? Packers and Packers and the over. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so I actually won three units there. So let me let me correct that. Uh, L. Birdman, Todd Bergman, we love him, but that looks to be a mistake there. Although I got to go back, Steve. He had me down as winning Arizona. But if we graded it at minus six, and that's what it was, that's a push. Yes, you know, and I want to come ask you about this. Uh, the Bears, obviously, they botched the challenge, which I just can't understand because here I am stumbling in my pajamas watching the game on TV, and I'm like, that's a touchback. It's like, how can I see that? And no one with all this, um, all these guys on the payroll not seeing it. Russ, why do NFL teams not spend more time with the running backs educating them? And the wide receiver saying, look, if it's third or fourth down, you've got to reach the ball towards the goal line, towards the pylon. If it's first down after a big play, what are you doing risking a fumble just trying to get into the end zone on plays like that? Uh, I think that that is now that it's happened a couple more times, Corey Davis with the Titans as well, I do think that coaches will make it clear. But you're so conditioned to reach for the pylon, to reach for the goal line, when you get close to it, because you know all you have to do is break the plane, and those guys don't expect to lose control of it. That's the answer. So I graded myself back to um, a zero on that Arizona game, because if we, if we said six and the final score was 22-16, then it's a push. Whatever we say on the show is what it is, uh, because, you know, for all we know, people listen right after it's posted, and it's the same stuff. Um, and then I got uh, three units for that Bears-Packers game, uh, you lost two units there, Steve. Our other best bet, this one, this one really hurt. We both had the Cleveland Browns getting 12 points. We took two units getting 12 points. Steve, first of all, they totally butchered the end of the first half, which should have been at least three points right there, which would have given us the win. Secondly, they had the lead in the second half. We lose 38-24. I mean, it's no wonder people go crazy gambling, Steve. Seriously. Cleveland dominates the stats. Should have won the game outright based purely on stats. I think they won the first downs by like 10. You know, the Cleveland Browns are kind of like back when we were single, Ross. And they're like that good-looking girl that has faults and you just give her every favorable rounding that you possibly can. Oh, she drives home from the bars buzzed. But you know what? She's probably, she only had three or four. She's, she's okay, and uh, she's not very nice to everybody. And you're like, yeah, but she's, you know, she's well-educated. Yeah, she's smart, but she's like an idiot when it comes to life. And you just try to find the good faults because she looks good. Bottom line is she just does all these stupid things that you just cannot be involved with her long term. Yep, I think yeah, I think that's well said. Uh, Colts Steelers. We both had two units on Indy that came through in a major way. They were getting ten points, almost won the game. The total was forty four. 
You put two units on the over, which did not happen. Final score, 20-7 to Pittsburgh. So I won two units there, um, and you pushed there. Uh, we both passed Cincinnati, Tennessee. Minnesota, Washington, I put two units on the under. Got absolutely blown out of the water on that one. Um, final score was 38-30. to 30. I mean, I didn't know Everson Griffin wouldn't play, but still, he doesn't make that much of a difference. And Todd has me there for minus one. That's actually minus two, so I will correct that. It's a bad week for Todd. Todd's been busy. I'll give you the final rundown at the end. Then we got Dallas, Atlanta. I put a unit on Dallas. That didn't go real well. Uh, We did not know about Zeke at the time, but it didn't make a difference to me. I thought it was still a good bet. It wasn't. We both passed Giants, Niners, even though I think we both wanted to take the Niners. Perfect example, Steve, of a team burns you a couple times, so you go against what your gut tells you because you're sick of being burned. Then I had Miami Monday night getting two units against Carolina, and they got throttled in that game. Um, You take a look at the Jags and the Chargers. The Chargers did come through for me. They were getting four points. They lose every game there's ever been by three points, so that's, that's usually a good bet. In terms of the Bucks and the Jets, you like the over in that one, Steve. That did not happen. So all the ones he had for you were right. So he was right that you were down six units. For me, he had a couple mistakes and ends up minus three. So it ends up, he, that's where I was. So it totals out the right way, even though some of them weren't exactly correct. Anyway, all right. So to this point in the year, I'm up 16 units. You're up 20 units. And we are 26 out of 39 best bets. Two of them are ties. Let's do it, Bri. All right. Well, this week we're going to do, we're all going to do a lot better. Uh, Pittsburgh, Thursday night at home against Tennessee. The Steelers, seven point favorites with a total of 44. The total seems high to me here for two teams that are struggling to score points right now. Um, I like two units on the under 44. Steve, what's the data? On Thursday night game, it seems like it's been higher scoring maybe this year. I think about some of the games like Rams, Niners, and Chiefs, Raiders. Yeah, but historically Thursday games are about a point lower scoring than other games because you'd have less of a time to prepare for a game plan. Ross, you ever play a Thursday game? Did you find that you, especially when you were on the road, that you were just rushed to put in any kind of uh, reasonable game plan, certainly couldn't put in any wrinkles. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, um, I was played Thursday my second year Thanksgiving, actually. Um, I will say this. There's not much of a difference between being home or away. I mean, either way, the day before the game, you're at practice till like 12. The difference is, you know, if you're home, they just tell you to be at the hotel by 7. If you're away... You go to the airport then, and you fly there, and you get there at 5.30, and the, and the meeting's at 7. It doesn't really make that much of a difference, that part of it. Um, but you're right. They might have to be a little more vanilla on defense. Maybe that's a good point. I don't care. I'm still going two units on the under 44 and one unit 
on Tennessee getting the seven points. Steelers have not played well enough, in my mind, to be given the Tennessee Titans seven points. Quick comment on last week also. I'm not going to beat myself up on those two totals that I lost because I played the numbers like the Indianapolis-Pittsburgh over 44. They're cutting in line on Sunday to play over 46.5. It was going up to 47. If you crush the closing number, typically you're going to do very well. Uh, On this total, I've done probably better on totals and sides over my last eight years gambling, ten years gambling. I agree with you. Uh, I know, I get it. Pittsburgh, Big Ben struggles big time on the road, and he's better at home. Absolutely. But Pittsburgh this year has a very good defense, a top-ten defense. Tennessee struggles to move the ball. Mariota has not recovered from his hamstring injury 100%. DeMarco Murray doesn't look to be 100%. And uh, Delaney Walker doesn't look to be 100%. So a struggling Tennessee offense with key playmakers injured. And at Pittsburgh, oh, I still think Big Ben is way down compared to he was in prior years. We have a best bet, two units for me too, under 44. The best bet. All right, Steve, on to Sunday, Detroit minus three at Chicago, total 41. Look, John Fox, challenge after fumbling into the pylon. How does that happen? Um, I think I made a key strategical mistake last week with taking the Bears as a favorite. The Bears are not built with Trubisky to get up by any kind of margin, but they've been great at home against quality opponents, catching points. Uh, Pitt, the Pittsburgh game, the Atlanta game, the Minnesota game, the Carolina game, 4-0 and as a home dog this year against the spread. Weather's not going to be very good in the 30s in the Windy City, and the wind will be about 12 miles an hour, hopefully higher. Hopefully we'll even get um, worse weather. That would help the Bears in their ground game. The Lions, statistically a below-average team. I love what Stafford does, top-five quarterback in the league, but the Bears in every other aspect are the better team. I'll take the three. For two units, I'll play the under for two units. You know, I'm going to pass uh, this game. I think the Lions probably win a close game. I still just don't have that much faith in the Bears. We saw that on Sunday. Kendall Fuller got uh, abused. Devontae Adams had a big game. I don't see how Stafford doesn't. Um, I think the total's about right. This is a pass for me. I guess I would lean Chicago, but... Not much of a lean. I think that they've got this line right. I don't see a lot of value here. Kansas City at the New York Giants. Ross, 10.5-point favorites for the Chiefs. Total 44. Don't you feel like with this line, Steve, they're begging you to take the Giants? Like begging you to take the Giants and the 10.5? I I just, you know, I would think they'll have a better performance. But after that Rams game... They had a terrible performance against the Niners. It does look like the team has quit. Now Justin Pugh won't play at right tackle. I mean, they're a mess up front on the offensive line. I would lean to the Giants, but uh, I'm going to pass this game on the line. I will put um, uh, two units on the over. I, I The Chiefs defense isn't that good. Eli will have to be throwing it around. I think Kansas City scores. I think the Giants score. I like the over 44. If, you know what? I don't love it. I, I'm going to put, now. Nah, I'll go two units. Two units on the over 44. Yeah, I did want to ask you, Ross, your experience. Do NFL players quit on coaches and not give full effort? 
Um, it's rare to see it, but and I'm trying to think back to my time. But yeah, I, th- I think it can happen. I mean, I've seen it happen with the, the the effort by the Giants in the last couple games. I mean, certainly Janoris Jenkins, Eli Apple. There's no other explanation. I'd love to hear what they would say. Yeah, and I agree with you. I, I think in particular there was one play against the Rams on the third and 33 when Eli Apple clearly had the angle to just make a tackle if he had moved towards the center of the field and he just um, provided containment to the outside when it was clear that the runner could not go to the outside. And it just I was like, what is he doing? Um, so – I cannot trust the Giants. You're right. The numbers, if they play hard, say bet the Giants. Andy Reid is great off a bye for Kansas City historically. So the numbers are so good there that that can get me off of the power ratings. But I agree, lack of effort means more scoring. If San Francisco can paste your defense, certainly a talented chief team can do it as well. Two units on the over 44, best bet. The best bet. Next up, Steve, the Tampa Bay Bucks at the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins favored by one and a half, total 40 and a half. Wrong team favored here. Um, Bay gets their best wide receiver back from suspension. He'll have fresh legs, which will, um, so I expect that he'll have a really uh, big game. Um, Miami, yeah, they've won four games. They're garbage. All their wins are close wins. All of their losses, even the Oakland game, I could argue, was a blowout loss where they got eight points in the final two seconds of the game. So um, no home field advantage for Miami at Hard Rock Stadium. I think Tampa is still trying hard, um, and I think they have a, a, a higher strength of schedule playing in that division. So I think Tampa wins the game. Two units, Tampa. Yeah, I mean, I, I still, I've said it on a bunch of podcasts and on Twitter that there should be an investigation into how the Dolphins won four games this year. Um, I don't. I just don't know how that's happened. Um, you're right about getting Mike Evans back. I just. I don't have enough faith in either one of these teams to put a bet on the game. I'm sorry. I just. I have no idea, none, what we're going to get from either one of these teams in any game that they play. I don't. I. I just don't want to lose my money. <clears throat> Baltimore Ravens two point favorites at the Green Bay Packers. Total thirty eight. Thirty eight, man. Uh, I will be at this game. This is the game I'm calling for Westwood 1 on Sunday. I'm looking forward to it. I like Green Bay here. Um, Now, the Ravens, I believe, are getting Woodhead back. And, you know, we'll have to see how that works out. And not only that, but they've played pretty darn good defensively for the most part this year. I just, I liked how Hunley played against the Bears, especially in the second half of that game. And as a result, I'm going to take the Packers and the two points. I'm only going to put one unit on it, but I'm going to take the Packers and and the two points. One unit. We've gotten the Packers games wrong the last two weeks. I think I'll stay away from Hundley and how he's going to perform this week. I pass. All right, Steve, what about the Rams at the Vikings? Minnesota, two-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 46. Yeah, two really good teams here. Um, I'm a believer in the Rams. Their strength of schedule isn't very good, but um, very, very impressive with how they've been playing. But it's going to be difficult to go into Minnesota, and they're not catching three as I had hoped, only getting two, just a lean to the Rams. 
I would do the same. Uh, that place seems like Minnesota is very good at home. And so I, I'm going to say that the Vikings win a close game at home. And I, I don't want to touch the total either after what happened to me with that Vikings-Redskins total. I'm passing that one as well. I would lean Rams getting the two and a half points. Ross, Arizona, one-point favorites at the Houston Texans with a total of 40. Interesting game. Evidently, Blaine Gabbert is going to start against Tom Savage in this one. I kind of like Arizona to win the game. I don't know if I like him enough to lay a unit. I'll put, I'll put one unit on Arizona and show some faith in, uh, in Gabbert. I, I just feel like the, the Texans with Savage are just a mess. Yeah, I don't think you can bet the Texans without a quarterback and with a absolutely gutted defense. If you can't beat Indianapolis at home, can you beat anybody at home? So I would lean with Arizona. I don't know what we're going to get out of Gabbard, so just to lean. Steve Jacksonville, seven and a half point favorites at Cleveland. Now the total is 37 and a half. How much of that is attributed to a bad offense for Cleveland or the weather? Hey, you know, I haven't gotten the weather report. I haven't done my totals yet. I'm going to pull that up right now as we speak and see what the uh what what it looks like uh 37 degrees good call chance of light snow showers 16 miles an hour wind so some chance of significant weather on the lake there and it can change every hour um you know what i'm not betting on cleveland i absolutely refuse after the meltdown ross if i was the if we had an intramural football team and I audible to a quarterback sneak. You wouldn't speak to me for a week with 15 seconds left and a half, correct? I, I would be pretty disappointed. Yeah, I'd be pretty. It does not speak well to Kaiser's um, situational football intelligence. That's for sure. Kaiser is a 28 wonderlick. Um, so, I mean, he's, a, he's an intelligent player, but he just has a, he has a low football IQ. By the way, Ross, what was your wonderlick score? I don't remember. I, I really don't. It was thirty or forty something, but I don't remember. I, I really don't. I, that's one. I want to look up that and my arm length because I have short arms. Those are the two things I want to find out. I wonder if someone still has that in their in their record somewhere. I'm sure somebody does. I'm sure it's still floating around because of the bad weather. I don't bet Florida teams when it's going to snow or be icy rain. So I could only lean to Cleveland. Similarly, I. Just an FYI, going to college football, Notre Dame goes down to Miami and it's 77 degrees and humid even with a night game. Same thing. I don't like to bet northern teams in Florida at the end of the year. I'll pass the game. Yeah, uh, man, this feels to me, Steve, like the Niners situation where it's like the Browns have let me down a couple times. So even though I think I should put a unit on them, I'm not going to. And then they're going to come through and they're going to actually win or at least keep it a close game. I'll put, I'll put one unit on Cleveland. What the hell? Getting seven and a half units. Getting seven and a half points. Ross, the Washington Redskins at the New Orleans Saints. Saints favored by eight, and the total 51. Really tempted to take the Redskins here um, because they've been playing pretty solid football, but the Saints have just looked so dominant and playing at home. I'm going to pass the game. Yeah, the Saints, um, incredibly impressive with what they were able to do rushing against the Bills. I would 
lean to the Saints. I hate to lay that. You know, Kirk Cousins, wow, is he good. He's, his O-line is completely decimated, and he is just trucking his team down the field regardless. Put that loss to the Vikings on the defense, and if that's the case, look out what Drew Brees and, and Kamara and company are going to do against them. Should be a high-scoring game. It's in the total. I'll lean New Orleans. New, quarter, new quarterback for Buffalo. Uh, they are at the L.A. Chargers. Chargers favored by four, 43 and a half the total. It re- really matters with the, um, with the quarterback, as Buffalo has been doing with defense up until last week, not offense. Rivers in uh, concussion protocol. He'll probably play, I think. But um, Phil Rivers, uh, as a favorite of five points or less for the Chargers, he's 9-18 and 18 straight up. Let's think about this. So he's favored in 27 games when he's a small favorite, and the Chargers find a way to lose two-thirds of those games. I don't want to go into that subset. I'll pass. So um, has, has the line moved since the news came out? The line has not moved. It has stayed at four. Wow. That's interesting. Um, <clears throat> I, I loved the Buffalo getting the four units. I mean, point to keep doing that before the, the quarterback decision. Now I'm, I'm not so sure. Um, <sighs> in fact, I'll take the Chargers. I'll put two units on the Chargers. I, I don't have the faith. I don't have faith in what the Bills are doing. Two units on the Chargers. The Bills' run defense stinks. Two units on the Chargers laying four points. Ross, Cincinnati at Denver. Broncos, two-and-a-half-point favorites. Again, a low total, 39. Yeah, this line surprised me. I like the Bengals. I think they have an excellent chance to win the game outright, and they're getting two-and-a-half points. So uh, give me one unit on the Bengals getting two-and-a-half points. And good news, threes are popping up on the screen, Ross. Grade yourself, Birdman, grade Ross for a three because Vegas has three places now that have this lineup to three, which shocks me. You know, this game feels a lot like the San Francisco Giants game where they were betting the, the heck out of the Giants for some reason, and it didn't make any sense to us. This one doesn't make sense to me as well. Cincinnati's the better team than Denver. Historically, they haven't played well in Denver, but at three, sure, give me a unit on the Bengals. Uh, plus the three, best bet. The best bet. Next up, New England will be playing the Oakland Raiders in Mexico City. Patriots, six-and-a-half-point favorites. High total, 52-and-a-half. And high for a reason. Put me down on the over for two units here. You know, I love that Oakland offense when it's when Carr's playing well. He did miss the three games with injury. Uh all are part of the games, and I think that's skewing the Oakland stats downward on offense. Plus, there was some politics going on on that offense when they went to Washington week three when they were 2-0. Some talk about maybe the O-line for the Raiders didn't play at their fullest for Carr. Um, and because of that, I think that Oakland's offense is undervalued, but their defense is deceived. Their defense, uh, heck, the heck, they couldn't stop the Miami Dolphins. And uh, the Patriots still have the worst statistical defense in the NFL from a yards per play perspective. And Brady and company are absolutely awesome. Best offense in the NFL. We're going to see lots of points. We're going to need it to get over 52 and a half, two units. So you just did the total. You didn't do the line at all. I did not do the line because I refused to bet against new England Ross, even though I only make the game six. 
Got it. Okay. Um, over 52 and a half. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I, I know that the guys said they could barely breathe there last year. I wonder if that helps the offense or the defense more because of the elevation. And what about the Raiders having the familiarity of, you know, the, the Mexico City like we've seen in, in Europe sometimes? Um, the problem is New England spending the week in Colorado, so they're going to be at 5,000 feet already for eight days before going to the 7,500 feet. So they're acclimated now. Got it. All right. Um, I'm going to pass that game. Um, Bri? All right. Then next up is Philadelphia at Dallas. This is Sunday Night Football. Eagles three-and-a-half point favorites. Total is 48. I don't do this very often, but I did it with the Chargers, and I'm going to do it with the Eagles. I don't like it. You know I don't like laying points, but, man, Dallas, no Sean Lee, no Zeke Elliott. That's a problem. I don't even know if Tyron Smith's playing, but no Sean Lee really hurts him. I think the Eagles are on a mission right now. Uh, coming off a bye, I like the Eagles to, to win by more than three and a half. I'll lay the three and a half points, two units on the Eagles. Yeah, I can't lay three and a half, but I'm with you on a lean. I certainly would have laid three with the Eagles. Um, best defender for the Cowboys, Lee is out. Best offensive player, Elliott is out. Arguably the most important player in offense, the left tackle is likely out. Their best special teams player, kicker Bailey, is out. Not the same Dallas team. And remember, the Eagles, October 30th last year, Eagles fans will remember, they're up 7-4-2 and two on the year, driving late against the Cowboys. I think they ran a sweep, lost five yards, out of field goal range. Somehow they lose in overtime at Jerry's World. Huge payback game. Got to look, Eagles are nothing here. All right, Steve, finally, Monday Night Football, the Atlanta Falcons at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks, minus three with a total of 45. Yeah, and this is the game Atlanta went to Seattle and crushed them the whole game last year and somehow lost with some bad refereeing at the end of the game. Bad call went against them, and they got their revenge in the playoffs. Atlanta is the better team. I mean, they've got the best stats in the NFL year today, comparable stats to what they had in their Super Bowl year. We just saw Atlanta dismantle a Cowboy team with key injuries. Well, we got the same thing going on here with Seattle. Um, Richard Sherman goes out. Earl Thomas is hurt. Chancellor is hurt. So you got a crippled Seattle defense and a O-line that has just not been very good all year long but has improved a little bit. Seattle's been great. Monday night football, that's the one um, – that I would give you that to be a little cautious, and that's what's keeping me from making a big bet. Seattle's 15-5-2 against the spread with their 12th man on Monday Night Football. I still like Atlanta, two units on the Falcons. Wow. Interesting. All right. Um, Seattle on a Monday night. They did lose Richard Sherman, but they're typically pretty good at home, although it feels like that's wearing off a little bit. I'm with you. I'm going to put a unit on the Falcons. I think they get a decent chance to win the game. In fact, I'll go two. I'll go two with you, Steve, to wrap things up on a Monday night with a best bet. Two units on the Atlanta Falcons getting three points. The best bet. Terrific stuff as always, Steve. Now everybody knows what to do. Now that we're going to get back on the winning track, now that we're going to get back on a roll, you just go to betonline.ag. You use the promo code even money on your first deposit so that you get that 50% welcome bonus or up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays. 
With almost two decades in servicing U.S. bettors, BetOnline, ideal destination for your football action this season. Their live betting software is amazing. Uh, if you haven't ever tried this before, it's really cool. You get a free $25 on your first live betting software bet. Plus, you can get a 100% poker and casino bonus if you want to take advantage of that action as well. Don't miss out on betting tomorrow night's game risk-free. Visit bet online or any game, betonline.ag, and use promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. That'll do it for Week 11 Even Money Podcast. Remember, he's at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. I am at Ross Tucker NFL. If you want a free Madden, just go to RossTucker.com. See the code for Gamefly. It's Gamefly.com slash TuckerFootball or Gamefly.com slash Eaton. Send it to me, Ross, at RossTucker.com, and you get a chance to win a free Madden, I tell you. Very, very cool. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.